about to witness the strength of Flex Talk. Desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it, run from it, destiny still arrives. Fun isn't something one considers when balancing the universe, but this <laughs> does put a smile on my face. And we're back. And that was a little word from our Lord and Savior, Thanos. Now, today and this weekend, it's all about Avengers Infinity War. How are you doing, Josh? I'm doing great, man. I'm fucking stoked. I love I, I love the movie. I got so much to talk about. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And we actually saw the movie on Thursday night, uh, premiere night, I guess you would call that for the rest of the world. All the special people got to see this film like Monday or Tuesday of this past week. And uh, we actually had to wait, but it was so awesome. We got to see it. In, did you see it in IMAX? I did not see it in IMAX, oh, but it was still amazing because we had like reclined chairs and everything. And it was like everyone was sectioned in their own little group. Right. And there were no little annoying kids, David. It was fucking epic. <laughs> was fucking, That's awesome. Fucking epic. No, the first well, movie I've seen without anyone kicking my chair. Right. Great. No, I, was, I would definitely suggest go back, buy a IMAX ticket because this movie was actually filmed specifically for IMAX. And I think... You get that full IMAX experience. For this movie, I mean, it's just such a wide scope. There's so many characters just on the screen. The uh, the landscape of everything from Wakanda to uh, different planets you see. And it's there's a lot of different settings. Like even Earth, it just looks like there's more crunched in there. Maybe because they use a wider... I don't really know the specifics of it. But I know that this movie was shot specifically for IMAX. And to be watched in IMAX. So definitely go back and watch it again in IMAX if you guys have not seen this movie yet. Oh, definitely. In this movie, man, there's some, there's so many, so many characters and it, it was just flawless, man. The CGI Thanos looks so badass, bro. Yeah. So and, badass. And, and I think, I think that's the main thing going in. I, like when we walked into this movie theater, my girlfriend and I, dude, all I saw was Thanos merchandise. Like some guy actually had a Thanos what? mask and he had a Thanos. Uh, the glove. I don't know if the glove is called something special where, where it has all the infinity stones. The gauntlet. Gauntlet. The gauntlet. The, the guy had the actual gauntlet on. What? And like five minutes before the movie started, he stood up and he's like, all right, guys, let's do this. It was awesome. It was like an 80s montage. And then he like froze in the air. Or what? Uh, no, but <laughs> like, not but not even that. Like everybody in the audience like had the gauntlet T-shirts like with the with the glove and like Thanos merchandise. So I think. In this movie, it's a little weird. I mean, I went in it rooting for my Marvel superhero, but I think a lot of people were going in rooting for the supervillain, which was Thanos. Yeah, it was kind of a mixture of both. But if I had to pick, I would definitely say I was rooting for Thor, man. Thor, really, he really fucking shined in this movie, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess we can go into um, – well, I mean, if you guys don't know the backstory, before we get into who we were rooting for, and, and th- I think there's something like 22 superheroes – 
in this film alone, uh, not counting the supervillains. Um, the backstory is pretty much, uh, it leaves off where Thor Ragnarok ended. So if you guys have not seen that, uh, you don't really need to see Black Panther, even though it did come out, uh, you know, right directly pretty much after Thor Ragnarok or what? No, there was like a, a couple months gap, right? I think it came out. Yeah. In, yeah, there, yeah was. there was a couple months gap, but it wasn't really right. imperative to the actual movie. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. So, I mean, even though it is, it does take place the final battle, um, of Avengers Infinity War, you don't re- in Wakanda. You don't really need to um, watch Black Panther to know what's kind of going on. But I think it is imperative to watch uh, Thor Ragnarok like prior to this. So if you guys haven't seen that, and even like Age of Ultron, because there's a lot of like references and stuff. And then you have Vision in this film, who was also in Age of Ultron. So it kind of ties in. You got to kind of know what's going on and kind of follow the script a little bit, I think. And that was and actually that's you guys are probably going to crucify me, but I had never seen Age of Ultron just because I heard of how bad it was. So I finally saw that like a week ago. What'd you think? Yeah, what did you I, think I, I actually really, really enjoyed it. I actually thought it was I don't know if it was better, but I enjoyed it more than the first Avengers. I felt the first oh. Avengers was a lot slower. Oh, definitely. And dude, the, the cinematic like shots and, and angles, like when they're doing that big battle, that was, mm. that was epic, dude. Yeah, it was really cool. And, um, yeah, I, I really liked, uh, a lot of people didn't like Ultron and, uh, mainly because he just kind of had like a snarky, just far, very sarcastic attitude. He would tell jokes and, uh, to myself, I was thinking, okay, I can understand why people don't like this character because he doesn't seem robotic. But you have to understand, this is AI. This is the closest we're going to get to an actual, um, like a like a human slash robot like hybrid. You know what I mean? So yeah. of course he's going to have some kind of human emotion, and he's going to tell jokes. I mean, that's this is what people do. They're very sarcastic, and and he also is the product of uh, Bruce Banner and um, Bruce Banner. Uh, Iron Man. I was gonna say Robert Downey. Iron Man and um, what's the guy that 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 talks to uh, Tony Stark all the time? G, isn't it? G, 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 ha, yeah, something like that. Gib- <laughs> Garvis, Garvis, bro, Garvis. Boom. Jar- oh no, no, Jarvis, 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 Jarvis. Jarvis. Yeah, Jarvis. Gobbly gibbly. No, it's gibbly gobbly glue. Right? <laughs> it is Jarvis. <laughs> so you have about four pieces of of you know just all these uh you know intelligence in him. And I thought Ultron just kind of, uh, you know, he's able to transfer into multiple bodies and stuff. And, and then we also got to see the, um, pretty much that was a standout of, uh, Scarlet Witch, right? Or was she before that in any of the other movies? I think that might have been the first movie that she was in. I think, yeah, I think that was the first movie. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Hold on, Josh. I got to put a pause. Fuck. Hold on. Fuck. I just rubbed icy hot in my eye. Fuck. Hold on. Okay. Okay. God damn it. Ow. So stupid. God damn it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are you all right, bro? Oh, my Lord in heaven. Jesus, how did you do that? <laughs> bro, bro, that is a... Uh, that was a... Uh, that was a blooper for the ages, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. I think you should leave that in, but that was... No, Are you okay? no, 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 no. Okay, okay, so and we're back. We're okay, back. so um, so yeah, I just let Josh know uh, a couple days ago. I tweaked my back. Actually, just yesterday, I tweaked my back, and I still feel it this morning. And I put some icy hot on my back, like literally thirty minutes prior to calling you. And I guess a little bit got on my knuckle, 
and I just rubbed my eye and I just started feeling a burning sensation and it wouldn't go away. Jesus Christ. I dude. think I might leave that in because that it was that funny? <laughs> yeah, that was funny, but at the same time I was like, Are you okay, bro? Bro. Hello? <laughs> this is something from like a horror movie, huh? Like one last call. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. and we're back, guys. Sorry about that little blooper blunder. But um what were they talking about? I was talking about Age of Ultron. <laughs> Age of Ultron. You're talking about the robotic eye. Or, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, my I need a robotic eye right now. You need it. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of eyes, uh, no, I was going to give a little spoiler of what happens in Infinity Wars with one of our characters with I knew, an eye. I knew you were going there. I was ah! like, no, we ain't doing that, buddy. We're going to save that for the end. But um, yeah, if you guys are new to this podcast, I guess I can say that um, I'm broadcasting live. My name is David from Southern California. My partner, Josh, is broadcasting live from Sin City, Las Vegas, and we do this kind of just uh, video chat, and we record just our movie talks of uh, movies that we've both seen uh, recently, or uh, classic movies as well, and one of these films that we just saw, and it's going to be the spring summer blockbuster. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to be in theaters, but it's already racked up millions of dollars in like the first day. Did you see how much it's made so far? Dude, it's, I heard 30, yeah, 30, 39 million just, just the, the, the premiere night, bro. Okay. So that's 39 million domestic. Now that's that's, insane, dude. Yeah. 106 million, uh, worldwide. And they're projecting, uh, well, today is Saturday and this was posted on deadline.com. And as of, uh, I think it was 8 a.m. Saturday morning. So that's uh, yeah. today, which is April 28th, 2018. By tomorrow, they are projecting 245.6 million over the three days. No way. Yeah. Wow. And they're actually, it says, which uh, would put this pick second behind Star Wars Force Awakenings record opening of 247 million. So it's just a couple million shy. I think it might exceed it. In, in the words of Arnold, bro, this is a big blockbuster mass smash movie. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. This is uh, one of those movies that you really get people so amped up. And I don't even think that they – to me, I, I felt like there was more trailers and more promotion behind the new uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Everything was Mission Impossible Fallout. For every yeah. single movie I saw, it was a Mission Impossible fucking trailer and i was like dude the hype for that is and i haven't even seen the last two ghost protocol and rogue nation so i gotta catch the fuck up before that one comes about comes out but i feel like there was more um there wasn't as much promotion behind this one because i think once the the final trailer dropped and of course a couple tv spots people were already amped up and they're like okay this is for the fans and and we don't want you to spoil it. We're going to stay offline for a while. I think that's what a lot of people do. In the, in the coming up days, in this whole week, I think people just stayed offline. They didn't want to see any spoilers. I know um, from a couple of the podcasts that I was listening to about the people that have seen this film uh, prior. Remember, I sent you a couple of the links and stuff like that. Some of these guys yeah. that saw it on Monday or Tuesday, they were saying that when they entered the theater at these Hollywood premieres for Avengers Infinity War, they made them leave their cell phones at the door. That's how strict they were. They didn't want it. anybody tweeting these it. pictures. They didn't want anybody tweeting videos or audio. They didn't want anybody to leak anything. And that, I thought that was awesome. Speaking of tweet, uh, little, little random, uh, thing i came across uh Elizabeth, i think it's elizabeth blanks from um 
I think it's Blanks or Beth or something like that. She's uh, one of the stars and co-stars in uh, the new Venom coming up. Okay. I guess she tweeted. I guess she tweeted something about the, the Venom CGI uh, face at the end of the trailer that you see, and she said something pretty, pretty funny but pretty harsh, and uh, it started this whole little Twitter, uh, Twitter hilarious little little uh war thing okay but it was it, it wasn't really a war it's just they were going back and forth talking about it about um venom's tongue and what it what it uh resembled what did it resemble she quote said it looks like venom is sucking a yeah really like a dick there yeah <laughs> yeah what yeah it didn't look like that to me <laughs> that's, that's what she's saying the tongue looks like and then it just started this whole little oh great mash- but I think, dude, I'm I'm trying to think that maybe she's hinting that Venom will possibly be rated R because they haven't had a rating yet. So hopefully it's rated R. Hopefully it's a uh, super Venom there. How would that hint at it being rated R? Because she said dick. Because yeah, because she said that joke. I don't I don't know. Yeah, but uh, you can, you you can say suck dick in PG thirteen. You can say fuck in PG thirteen movies. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. I mean, That's they said it in Ready Player One. Apparently, I guess the M uh, was the MPAA. They um they allow the word fuck to be said one time in a PG thirteen movie. Wow. So that, which to me, I don't think that's uh, appropriate. I, I always remember yeah. if I heard the word fuck, it was always in a rated R movie. And I don't like the fact that they're showing more in PG-13 movies because obviously you're going to have more families. You're going to have teenagers or even preteens go into these movies and then it becomes the norm. Then you have little nine-year-old kids walking around saying, fuck, fuck, fuck. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not, to right, me, it's, it's not, not appropriate. It's yeah, not, it, It's not going to be cool. You have to put limits and boundaries on something. I mean, I understand everybody's blowing each other away in GTA and stuff like that and, and all these video games coming up. And it's just the norm. And yeah. um, we can't blame anybody but the parents for allowing these films uh, to be seen by their children. So, anyways, I don't want to get on my soap. I'm not even a parent. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, back to back to Avengers. <laughs> Back to event. Hey, you know what? And all those people talking shit about Venom, I think Venom's going to be fucking awesome. Even though they showed way too much in the trailer, not just because of Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is awesome. Uh, by the way, that, that movie that he's coming up in before Venom upgrade looks stupid as shit, but I'm probably going to see it. Have you yeah. seen the trailer yet? No, I haven't. Seen, well, no, yeah, I did. I see. I saw like little tidbits of it. It's pretty stupid. It looks exactly like Venom. Like it, it's a voice in his head and it's like a... You know, a, 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 he just activates this guy in, inside of him that can pretty much make him like Neo from the Matrix, and he's over there kung fu fighting, and uh, it looks kind of yeah. looks kind of ridiculous to me. But I, I probably am going to see it. Um, They're just talking shit because it's it's produced by Sony, and I, I don't know, dude. We'll mm. we'll see what happens. I, I hope I, I hope it's awesome. Well, produ- uh, well, Sony produced a couple of Marvel movies, didn't they? Yeah, they did some Spider Mans and stuff. And yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, a coworker told me that um, I guess the Amazing. Sp- this is kind of just a side note, but uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, the last guy that was before this Spider-Man Homecoming guy, uh, what's mm-hmm. his name? Tom Holland. But the actor before him that played Spider-Man, I guess he at some press junkets he released like some spoilers, and that's why they dropped him from the producing any more Spider-Mans with him. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I think spoiler talk is very, very, very crucial. Did you like know? he did it on accident in an interview, or was it? Like- I, I don't know if it was accidental or intentional or what, but okay, wow. yeah. And then there's also this um, the podcast I sent you, uh, Collider. Uh, one of their guys uh, kind of tweeted. He's kind of in some hot water right now. He tweeted that one of the actors at these at this press junket that he went to for Avengers this past week, the one of these actors was being very very rude to him. And uh, he was just calling him an asshole, basically. And but he didn't name who it was. And a couple hours later, he deleted the tweet. 
Mm. So wow. everybody's hinting at who it could have been. They're thinking it might have been Anthony Mackie who plays um God, I'm gonna kill my is it Falcon? The one that flies and he he shoot, he has like uh guns. He's like on yes. event like Yes, that is correct, sir. Yes, Falcon with the guns. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's on Captain America's side. And um it, either him or Robert Downey, mainly because Robert Downey, I guess, is not that great at doing some of these interviews. I think he's pretty hot headed when it came comes to some of these interviews. It's kinda it, yeah. yeah, he's kind of like um, he's a hothead when it comes to these interviews. I I've heard. Hmm. So I'm kind of I'm very interested to see who this guy's talking about if it ever will come out. I don't think the guy said his name mainly because he didn't want to get blackballed from these premieres of Disney or or Marvel whatever. But right. um, let's just jump right into this without getting too long because I think my eye uh, burning failure just kind of fucked up everything. <laughs> Yeah, and it put, that, was, it, that was pretty brutal, dude. Yeah, gotta, yeah, man. But I, I, I kind of did like a little terrifier, a little was terrifier just uh, <laughs> act to myself. Avengers: Infinity War. I believe it has a runtime of two hours and twenty nine minutes. That's not including all the trailers that came before it. So you're looking at a little under three hours. So make sure you guys empty your bladder right before. Don't drink a big soda while you're in it because you don't want to be running to the restroom. I think every moment in this film is pivotal. I didn't really find too much dialogue going on to where a point where it was really boring right and uh did i even get into the synopsis of this film at all like did i yeah I, I think you did earlier no as far as i didn't you, huh? you, you just explained the uh age of ultron stuff yeah okay so uh if you guys don't know about this film right here the avengers infinity wars it just came out april 27th uh so many stars i'm not even gonna name them uh the directors are the russo brothers it's anthony russo and joe russo so it's pretty much uh, the Avengers and their allies must be willing to sacrifice all and attempt to defeat the powerful Thanos before his blitz of devastation and ruin puts an end to the universe. So pretty much this entity, Thanos, um, from what I've told in the comic, I, I'm not a comic book nerd, are you? Uh, somewhat. I just don't remember everything. Okay. I, I probably remember more movies than comics, but I, I know a little bit about it. Okay. So do you, uh, a lot of people don't like the way Thanos looks. I know that was a big, big deal. Um, yeah. I guess he's he's a lot larger. I know they've they've shown glimpses of him, and he looks kind of like he's he's almost like the Hulk. Like I feel like the Hulk in these movies, like he either gets extremely large or he gets semi large, or he's like his height and just his size just fluctuates. I don't know if that's true with Thanos. Yeah, and going back to Hulk, they 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 always bash about oh, why, why do his pants? How do his pants get bigger? Why don't they? Right. Why doesn't he rip through the pants? But it's like, <laughs> really, do you get to like really talk about that? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, who gives like, a fuck? That's that's really nitpicky. But I yeah. know Thanos really, really looks cool, cool in this film. Uh, Thanos is played by Josh Brolin, which another you know side fact. He also plays Cable in Deadpool. So, uh, and he's also going to be in the new Sicario movie, which is going to be fucking awesome. So yeah, I saw that dude. That trailer was sick. The so, trailer was sick. So trust me when I tell you that this is Josh Brolin's year. He is. Cashing in, dude. He has three big blockbusters, which I'm sure he has a lot of other side projects going on, too. Um, and it's no surprise, dude. Josh Brolin is a fantastic actor. Like, I'm surprised they haven't, you know, casted him in more movies recently. Oh, yeah, dude. He was, he was amazing. He did a great job playing Thanos. And so, so, was, so was Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth played a great Thor, I thought. He was, he was more emotional in this one. Yeah. So going to this cast, um, you have Robert Downey as Tony Stark, Iron Man, uh, Chris Hemsworth as Thor, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner slash Hulk, Chris Evans as Steve Rogers slash Captain America, also Nomad, Scarlett Johansson as Natasha, 
Romanoff as Black Widow, which I also heard she it is actually in production, not in production, but it's in the works to get her own Black Widow film. I think what they said was they're actually trying to look for an all female cast uh, director and like stunt choreographer. Like they want everything to be from the perspective of a woman, which I think is pretty cool because, Yeah, yeah. yeah, especially when it comes to the fight choreography, because I think if you were to put someone that maybe did like stunt work, uh, for like John Wick or something like that. It's not going to be men and women don't have the same body structure. So I think you, you're going to have to, you're going to have things differ. Right. So you're going to have to get someone that, that's been in that combat. So I think if, if you have a female, um, that's doing a lot of the stunt work and it can show her kind of like, you know, how to maneuver a little, you know, in these situations, especially when you're fighting hordes of men, basically. Um, and people that are like twice, twice her size, I think you're going to have a pretty cool Black Widow movie. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't want to see a Black Widow movie. I think I would rather, <laughs> I would rather more see, more see a Scarlet Witch movie, which is, yeah. uh, Scarlet Witch. And this is, uh, Wanda Max, Maximoff. And, super badass. Uh, super yeah, badass. Which is played by Elizabeth Olsen, who, um, she really kicks ass in this film, dude. She really, really shines. And uh, we have Paul Bethany, who plays Vision, Tom uh, Hildenston, who plays Loki. Uh, you have Zoe Saldana uh, playing Gamora, uh, Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa from Black Panther, Tom Holland as Peter Parker and Spider-Man, Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, Don Cheadle as War Machine. You have all these characters, Anthony Mackie as um, Sam Wilson, who plays Falcon. You guys just need to go to IMDb. Read all of the characters. There's, so many characters. They're so, so cool. Uh, you have um, Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt as Star Lord, who um, he actually shined in this movie too. I think he went through. He had to go through a lot. Yeah, we we saw some emotion from him. So uh, it's pretty uh, safe to say that with this first part, we're not going to give any spoilers. But if you guys do want to hear some spoilers, if you guys have seen this film, or if you guys don't even care to see the film, you just want to hear some cool spoilers about what happens. Who dies? Because guess what? People do die in this film. You can't have an epic film like this and not have people die, either side characters or main characters, because I know everybody's guessing. And I know everybody, like you told me, is throwing rumors out there, right, about who dies and stuff. Oh, yeah. There's assholes all, all around saying this person died, that person died. And I'm just like, dude, you just got to watch the movie. Don't you listen, just got to watch the movie. Anything. Yeah, don't don't yeah. don't read into. Uh, and I heard like um, websites and and magazines like variety are are, were giving away so many spoilers and they weren't even labeling it spoiler review really which is very misleading um i mean if you're writing any article you should know right off the bat if you're giving spoilers you have to put that at the beginning yeah you can't you can't just be a dick and just not no that's that's, yeah it's very dickish that's very rude so that being said this part is going to be spoiler free at the beginning, at least, and wait till the begin, wait till the end of our podcast uh, to hear some cool spoilers. So that being said, um, what were some of your likes? I, I loved all the characters, and Thanos really brought a lot to the table. But who really shined for me, who I was like really like, I just it just blew my mind was was Thor, man, because Thor had to go through so much stuff. Yeah, and he just he just he just brought so much to the table, and he just grew as an actor, and like. He he was so good that you could see the emotion in his eyes and his face as he's going through all this all this stuff, you know. Yeah, and I think um, that's why you really do have to see uh, Thor Ragnarok to understand how much pain and how much loss he goes through in that film to kind of understand what he's going through in this film. I feel like Chris Hemsworth um, 
could have brought it a little more. There's a few times where he does tear up, but I I don't know, man. I even though it is a, a fictional movie, I like to see if people lose someone, like your your heart's your heart's breaking right there, especially if you've lost multiple people. Like you're yeah. gonna break down. Like I understand he's a god and stuff like that, but he does have a lot of human traits. Um, one of those being he has a lot of humor, especially in Thor Ragnarok. That movie's pure comedy, man. Oh, it's hilarious. It's yeah, hilarious. yeah. That that is that is the one in the trilogy that's the most comedic. But um, I definitely agree. Now, before I get into like my favorites as far as superheroes, I think I want to give a shout out, you know, just to the Russo brothers, uh, because I feel like yeah. they did what Justice League couldn't. And Justice League, um, and I'm not shitting on DC at all. I really, I, I even told my coworker who's a who's a DC. Um, he's a DC fanboy, and he actually he loves Marvel too. But I would love to see DC push the boundaries and just get some better direction. And I feel like they need to be watching these Marvel movies to know what they should be doing better for their movies. Because I little side notes, yeah, yeah. I I watched Justice League, and that was only focusing on what five characters or something like that. Yeah, and and they couldn't even get that right. Like I felt like the characters were boring. There was no emotion in it. Uh, you know, not even counting the the terrible CGI. I don't know what company they're going through, but their CGI is so much more noticeable than Marvel's. I don't know what it is. Their green screen and CGI is terrible. I I think I think it's because they don't have the the you know the the illumination. uh, sound and illumination team like marvel does and also yeah. going back to justice league dude 15 minutes it, it took like 15 minutes for that one scene with superman like that was annoying yeah it, it it wasn't um and that was only with five characters like i said and they were and and marvel was able to do it with this movie and like 20 like over 20 characters and villains um and able to give everybody their own screen time like i would love I, obviously more people got more screen time than others i mean you see a lot of scenes more with uh, Iron Man and Spider Man. You see more scenes with uh, Thor, obviously, but you, but you do get a lot of um, help and interaction from all your side characters like War Machine, uh, Falcon, Black Widow, um, even uh, Black Panther and, and and his crew, and uh, and also the uh, who are those guys? Masa, oh, oh, Masa, oh, oh yeah, oh. The, the, yeah, the the, um, the I think it's like the Big Ape Tribe or something like that. The- yeah, the black the black ape or ah, I forgot what it's called. Yeah, that that yeah. clan. You even get some interaction from them, so it was cool. It was actually really cool seeing a little bit of side because you know that the main focus is not around them, but you got to see them a little bit, right? And and I yeah, thought it was, was cool. I thought it was cool seeing them in the the final battle scene too. Yeah, it was cool seeing them all all come together to you know to save humanity because that's that's basically what they had to do, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, that's definitely one of my likes um, because even though this is a science fiction movie, you really do feel for these characters that don't exist. But I mean, you're 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 sitting in front of a screen for two and a half hours, and you feel invested. Like you know, it's not going to be just M- Michael Bay like Transformers, like metal clashing into metal. Um, you know that you're actually going to feel for these characters. And there was a lot of scenes that really, like, I thought it was going to get maybe one big, strong emotional scene. I, I, I got like three emotional scenes out of this movie. Like ones that really made me like clench up a little bit, like with the, with the sound in the background. And like, it was cool, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it was an emotional roller coaster from beginning, from beginning to end. And, 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 and I think that's the difference between Marvel and DC is that Marvel is able to, basically work with these characters kind of like a band where everyone gets their their little part in the take whereas dc is just 
it, it, they struggle, they struggle in focusing on every character, you know? Yeah. And also we got a couple of, um, flash, well, I think it might only be one, uh, flashback. So we got a little bit of backstory on, it's not a spoiler at all, but we got some backstory on Thanos and Gamora and what their relationship was. Cause I mean, you know, that going in this, even if you've seen like one guardian movie, I mean, you know, that Gamora is the daughter of Thanos and you kind of figure out how that came to be. And you get a little more backstory. And I thought it was a great backstory. I thought it played really, really well. Like, I could see that actually happening. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So, I thought that was a great uh, kind of flashback there. So, I mean, it's, yeah, I liked, I liked a lot about this movie. I mean, it was it was not a boring moment. The, the fight scenes were epic. I love how it ended. And I'm um, I'm excited for the, the second part that comes out in May 2019. Right. Well, what did you did you have any dislikes for this one? It was say? it was very minimal, and I was kind of like trying to think about about the dislikes that I had. Um, and I just the only thing I could really think of, um, it, I I just wrote down that in a realistic scenario, uh, where superheroes and supervillains, like if they were actually real, I think Thanos wouldn't trust the fate of such valuable stones to like minions. I felt like all the little minion battles, because this is a thing too. You get about four or five villains, right? And I don't know their names exactly. I should have looked them up. But you get a couple of battle scenes between like two of them that go head to head with, you know, um, Doctor Strange and Iron Man at the beginning. Right. Where I feel in a, an ideal situation, Thanos would just go to these planets individually himself since he is so powerful and just take these stones because you have to realize also too, every time he's g- gaining one of these stones and adding it to the gauntlet, He's getting more stronger. He's getting a lot stronger. So right. I feel like just with the flick of his wrist, he can just take out these guys. Instead, you have this filler of all these villains that the minions, and they're kind of like sent to Earth to take these stones where he could just do it himself in a heartbeat. But I mean, then again, we wouldn't have a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like they, they kind of had to go with that route. But I don't, yeah, it's going back to that, I don't even know if, like in the comics, he he sent minions to uh do his dirty work. I don't think I don't think it was like that. I think he did it himself. Oh really? Yeah, but I could be wrong. But, okay. But yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean it would have obviously been a uh, a shorter movie. It probably would have been like an hour long movie just going to these planets and just beating the shit out of these people and 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 getting the stones directly. But um I mean I can understand because you're dealing with going to, from planet to planet, universe to universe. And I'm sure that takes some time. So why not send these people that you think are capable of destroying out, destroying races? You know what I mean? Right. And um, actually, the supervillains I thought were pretty cool. And they looked really, really cool. They, he had this big rock monster that almost looked like the Thing or a Hulk, you know, a Hulk matchup. So that yeah, was they were that, badass. They were yeah, pretty badass. Yeah, that was really cool. You had a, you had this girl who, um, when they showed a close up on her face, remember she kind of had like it looked like spray paint was on her face or something was across her eyes. Yeah, I th- I thought she looked pretty cool. She kind of had like almost like a Scarlet Witch type power, and um, that was a, that was cool seeing her matchup against all the female uh, superheroes at the end of the movie. I thought that was really awesome. Um, not too many dislikes, like I said. Uh, I mean, some of my dislikes were, I'm going to say for the, for the, for the spoiler review, but I think that's, yeah, I was gonna, that's pretty I'd, much I'd, it. I'd probably, I'd probably say the same thing. I don't, I don't really have, I, I have, I have no dislikes that I could say now is, if, is, if that makes sense. <laughs> right, right, right. 
Okay. So I guess that's the end. Um, I definitely give this film. Uh, we got to give our ratings, buddy. Oh, yeah. It's rating time. Yeah, it is rating time. Rating time. Rating time. Rating time. Rating. Maybe I'll put the music behind the Avengers music. Or do the epic like war scene battle. I can't do it right now, but yeah. <laughs> You're funny. Okay. So, um, out of the trilogy so far, even though there's going to be a fourth one, out of the trilogy, would you call this your favorite? I would say yes. I give this, I give this movie hands down. I got to give it to, I'm giving up more props for the Russo brothers. Yeah. Um, by the way, they also did Captain America Winter Soldier mm-hmm. and they did a little show called Arrested Development. Um, oh, did they? Yeah, I didn't they know were, that. Responsible for Arrested Development. Oh. Um, I would give this ten out of ten, brother. Ten out of ten. It was. It was. It kept me on the edge of my seat, and I, I, I'm going to say more for the spoiler alert. Yeah, but. I'm. I'm definitely going to agree. Um, if not ten out of ten, maybe a nine point five. But I give this a solid ten, just because it is my favorite. I feel like the Avengers films are getting better. I feel like the solo projects from Marvel are getting better, and I'm going to rewatch this a couple more times. For sure in the theaters, and then, of course, get it on Blu-ray. Um, everything just looked beautiful in this film, from oh, yeah. from the shots on Earth and Wakanda to um, these distant planets where we got all these battles. I thought everything looked so crisp. Even when you had multiple superheroes fighting, you didn't get distracted by what was going on. Like You knew who was fighting who, especially when you had these team-ups. The team-ups between like multiple superheroes fighting against thanos i thought i was i was like fanboying out inside i was like fuck yeah right let's go let's do <laughs> let's this go yeah. get that motherfucker <laughs> yeah it was really cool dude um seeing them Wakanda all forever <laughs> seeing them all work together was really really awesome i definitely give it a 10 out of 10 um not too many gripes man not too many and i know a lot of people are gonna be oh it's just because you're marvel fanboys nah dude this is Overall, it's a cool, cool superhero movie, and I think um, it was, it was, you know, it was, it was cool. To, these kind of movies, it doesn't matter if it's PG thirteen or whatever. I think you have enough for the smaller children, you have enough for the families, the older, you know, folks, and then you have, you know, for the in betweens like us who really like um, love these movies. I think it satisfies, it satisfied, satisfied all the demographic. You know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely it definitely wasn't just like a bland movie. It was there was a lot of heart and emotion throughout every scene. And and you knew as as you walked into that theater that this this was it. It all comes down to this, you know? Yeah, and another thing too, I was talking with a coworker yesterday and I was saying, um, it's so weird how DC has like really a dark nature and a dark tone. And there's not it, that that kind of only appeals to one audience. And I understand people like that, but um I feel like these movies have so much more heart. You know what I mean? Like the Marvel yeah, it, the MCU has so much more heart in it. Yeah, it was almost like like John Hughes had a little part in it, right? <laughs> uh, you're funny. All right, so if you've traveled this far in the podcast for Avengers Infinity Wars, which just came out April 27, 2018, you are ready for some spoilers. So, warning, warning, spoiler alert. Warning, warning, spoiler alert. Warning, warning, spoiler alert. All right. That being said, we're going to get into some spoiler territory. Like I said, if you've traveled this far and you don't want to hear any spoilers, turn this off. But don't forget to subscribe to all of our podcast channels. We're on iTunes. We're on CastBox. We're on YouTube. We're on Mixcloud. Send us a follow, guys. We are also on Instagram where we post most of our info at. On Instagram, at TalkFlix. That's Talk, F-L-I-X. And we just launched the podcast for all of our 
reviews, and our audio and everything at flickstalkpodcast.com. All right. That being said, Josh, do you want to pour your heart and soul? I know you got a lot to say Dude, Dude, about this film. How, how, how sad were you when Spider-Man? That was, that was so fucking sad, dude. Okay, so we're going to jump to the end of this film, apparently. <laughs> I just have to bring it up. I just have to, dude. Okay, so, so this is at the point of the movie at the end when Thanos obtained all of the Infinity Stones. Uh, you know, he, he obtains it, and I, and I kind of didn't think he was going to do it. But he I ends did. up doing it. The bad guy ends up winning in the first part of this film. He obtains all the Infinity Stones. And um, he said it. He even said it halfway. He wants to, he wants to wipe out half of, these, half of the population of these planets and start anew. And he thinks that's for the best. Of course, he doesn't say it, but we know they're going to be, these planets are going to be ruled by either him or his minions. So they're going to have some kind of dictatorship, right? Yeah. Which, which I don't yeah. think is an ideal world. No. And um, so that being said, he snaps his fingers and then we see half of the population dissipate, just kind of fly off into the wind like leaves. And that includes a lot of the superheroes. So when you see, start seeing that happen, you, you, uh, my heart just started breaking because I was like, no, Black Panther. Yes, no. Like, uh, like all of our, like it was a lot of the main ones. Too. I know. That's why like, like secretly I love and hate this movie at the same time. I was like, I was like, what? No, this, no, they, yeah. they can't end it like this. They can't, they can't yeah. do this. And, and, and as you see some of the characters, like a lot of the, um, it was pretty much all the Avengers, right? All the, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, all the um, uh, Guardians. They pretty much all left. Uh, they all yeah. kind of disappeared. Um, but yeah, like you said, uh, Spider Man, Tom Holland. He uh, he starts to. I, I don't know if he felt himself leaving, but he started like crying, like, "No, I don't want to. I don't want to leave. I don't want to go out like this." And he started slowly just drifting off into dust. It was like his spider sense kicked in the high gear, but he, yeah, it's like he took the longest to fade away. It was, it yeah. was, it, they, they he must have been fighting grab, it. He must have been fighting it. Yeah, they just wanted to grab your heart and keep choking it, brother. Like the Undertaker was about to give you a choke. Slam okay, enough of these fucking WWE references. Chill All out, right. chill out, All chill right. out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, going back to it was brilliant though, like what they did because. I remember Stephen King saying, you know, don't be afraid to kill off your darlings. And that, and that was brilliant writing, even though you I have mean, to, that was, you have to, yeah, they had to do it, dude. They had to do I it. I mean, and they do it in a lot of these popular uh, shows. I mean, I, I stopped watching it, but I heard in the walking dead, they kill off a lot of these main characters that you, that you've invested yourself into. Oh yeah. 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 You sad. know what I mean? And, um, I think it's actually cool. I think it's actually cool because it shows how much we give our, our hearts to these characters and it, I, I think it it makes for a better show. It makes for better writing. It makes for better, more new characters to come in and kind of not replace them, but just kind of fill that void in your heart that was lost. And Spider Man dying off in the in the first part of Infinity Wars, I think, was a pivotal point. Uh, the the scene that really tugged at my heartstrings was uh, Gamora dying. Yeah, and I don't I don't think we're gonna see Gamora coming back. Like I really. Even uh, oh, also you do see uh, Red Skull, who's uh, the protector. Dude, that uh, blew my mind. That's, yeah, that's... yeah. I don't think too many people in the audience knew about Red Skull. I mean, I had a lot of young people sitting behind me, so I mean, unless they've seen a lot of the movies, uh, you know him kind of from the Captain America franchise and the comics. But um, it was cool that he was the protector of the Soul Stone, and yeah. uh, to obtain that Soul Stone, you kind of had to give up someone that you loved. 
and I automatically knew he was going to give up Gamora. And Gamora, uh, even though even though Gamora gave her whole speech about, oh, you failed because you don't love anybody, and he just turns around and he's bawling, and he says, you know, Red Skull says those aren't tears. Those are tears of um, we're like remorse or whatever because he's basically going to sacrifice you, and he does, and he's crying the whole time, and it just made me like fuck, man. Like I want something to happen so bad because I think Gamora was an extremely strong character in the franchise. Oh yeah, and um, that part when she pulls out the knife and tries to sacrifice, uh, tries to kill herself before he kills her. I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like when he just turns it to bubbles, <laughs> the knife. Yeah, that, yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, <sighs> he, it definitely, it definitely made him human right there. And you were like, "Wow, he does kind of have a a little heart in that big ass body." Yeah, you know, you're like you're like, okay. And see, okay. I don't know if that's if that's true to the comics. I don't know if he's just completely heartless or soulless or um or what. I mean, well, obviously he has a soul stone, so he has to have some kind of something in there. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. A little backstory with Thanos. He when he wiped out. He wiped out the whole his own planet Titan. He he also killed his mom, dude. So yeah, he's pretty wow. he's pretty vicious. He's pretty vicious. And he did he did all this whole in the comics getting the Infinity Stones for um his lover Death. He's in love with Death. Death? What's that? Yeah. Is that Death like an actual is, character? Um, Death is the chick that you see in Deadpool and stuff. The the one that like what brings her back to life in the comics. Oh, I can't, see. I don't know anything about the comics, so it's kind of like. You know, this, I'm I'm just very interested to see if this is actually playing true to the comics. I mean, a lot of, I know a lot of people were spoiling it online because they've read the comics and they already know what to expect. But um, yeah, sometimes they like to switch it up the studios and just kind of throw the comic book fans off. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they got to do some tweaking there because they can't just you got to have some spoilers there. You know? Yeah, you got to make it interesting and just kind of keep people guessing. Um, yeah. That th- those scenes for sure uh, threw me for a loop. It was good to see that Thor came back to kind of save the day Hell yeah. and any and he, and he came back with the uh with the new hammer which is called what was that storm storm something or storm crusher the, stor- the storm axe or something like that and it was forged by that star that was that was fucking cool yeah it, yeah it was called Stor- oh my god i was just reading about it too because i thought it was called stone hammer or something but it was actually called storm something but it was also it was it was really cool to see uh what's his name dinklage in that in that yeah. role man <laughs> From uh, from um, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, it was cool to see him, and they actually made him into a giant, which is very ironic. I thought that was really right. cool, though. But I, you know what? Even cooler, I thought that he had a lot of people didn't like his voice. Yeah, it, 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 why though? I, I thought it was actually I, he actually he actually felt like he was part of the Thor mythos with that voice. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people thinking about it now. I think a lot of people didn't like his voice because it's similar to. It kind of had a little feel of. Um, the, the pixels. Remember how he sounded at Pixels? I think that's what they they're I having. No, I don't think it sounded right. like that at all. I don't know. People people nitpick dead. Well, even people. when even when you have characters like um like Loki, or when you had characters like um who's the one that dies at the beginning? Spoiler. Lo- by the way, Loki, uh, no, no, Loki, man. No, 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 no. His buddy, the the protector of the fucking um of of um of Asgard, uh, Himdale or something, or it's like the black dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, the guy- yeah. yeah. So, sad. so even he has like the kind of like that, like that deeper, like gruntier voice. It's 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 just like the 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 voice of their people. Like the you know what I mean. It's like very like a like a grunty like. Yeah, yeah. you must save Asgard. It's very like um like eighteen hundred ish, seventeen hundred, eighteen hundred ish, like very like Viking ish. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that brings me back to the uh, the joke when he's like he's like, no, you will definitely. That's what that means. You will get killed. You will be killed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They kind of throw some humor in there. Um, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, and, and and I mean them killing off a couple of characters seemed a little rushed in the beginning. Um, on on the space, uh, it, it sucked because I really liked him, Dale. He he was a, he was a very cool protector, but he was one of those characters they didn't focus on too much. Even in Thor Ragnarok, they didn't focus on him too much. And I think that um, seeing him die and seeing Loki die at the beginning of the film. You kind of like okay, Thor now has definitely no one. He just lost his bet. He calls he calls Himdale his. Uh, am I pronouncing it right? Is it Himdale? I don't want to keep saying Himdale if it's not the correct guy. You might want to look that up. Himdale. Look at look it up. I think it's Himdale. Him. Yeah, it is Himdale. It's, it's Himdale? like it's like Heimdale. It's like H E I M Dale. D A L L. Himdale. Yeah. Himdale. Himdale. Yeah. Himdale's- I'll just say Himdale. Okay. All right. But yeah, so I mean he even refers to him Dale like as his best friend and and he lost his brother. So it's like he literally Thor has nothing to lose. And it's funny that Rocket was like, "Oh, well, yeah, I got someone to live for." <laughs> you know right? what I mean? Yeah, fuck, like, leave it to leave it to fucking Rocket to always like switch switch it up, you know. Yeah, and it was cool seeing the Guardians um interaction with Thor, especially like when he's placed on the ship and all the girls are like going gaga over Thor and his body and stuff. Yeah. That was like, oh, well, yeah, especially even, even, uh, remember Gamora was like, oh, his, his arms seem to be made of some kind of metal or something. Yeah. Like yeah, that. yeah. Cause he's a god, you know? Yeah. He's like, chis- and then like- Drax all being weird. Drax was being hella weird. Drax is like, this is a man. You are not a man. <laughs> when he told, yeah. told Star Lord, you are a dude. This is a man. Dude, that's the funny thing about Drax. He's just very forward. Like, he just doesn't have any filter, you know? Yeah, it's like that scene where they're like, "How long have you been? How long have you been here?" About an hour. I just keep eating my. <laughs> he was eating his little snacks, and then yeah, and then what's her name comes in with the antlers, and she, and she was like, "Oh," and then he like leaves. <laughs> I thought it was actually pretty cool that they showed um, Drax trying to like uh, trying to kill Thanos in that one scene because uh, if you remember, he was the, the he did destroy his planet and his family. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was cool that he tried to assassinate him, which of course did not work. I mean, that's not going to happen right away. Um, right. It was it was just cool seeing Thanos uh, play with the minds of all these superheroes, whether it be the Avengers or the Guardians. It was really cool just kind of seeing him um, like fuck with them. Like he 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 had the power and he like knew it. Oh yeah, he totally he totally mind fucked them and used all the stones against them. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was especially like jumping forward to the end of the movie when you see Thor kind of return with his hammer and just just wreak havoc and just like murder ass he was just murdering the fuck out of these aliens right he just whipping his uh you know swinging around his uh his new hammer and just like i was just waiting for like some like rock music to come out like in thor ragnarok you know what i mean like yeah yeah welcome to the jungle you know type of shit what's that (laughs) what's that acdc song they played in thor ragnarok wasn't it like thunderstruck or some shit like that i think it was thunderstruck yeah yeah so it was really cool to see that um his new weapon in action and he was just kicking ass you know what i mean but yeah, Thor really shined, and, and I thought when he when he came down with the with the new hammer or the new axe, and uh, and he impaled um, Thanos, I thought that was a little impractical. I guess it was improbable. It, yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't really happen like that. But he knew that. I think w- when Thanos obtained all these stones, he he kind of like knows what's going to happen. Almost like he kind of has like a like a six like a seventh uh, sixth sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's because of the time stone. He can like remember how that part where Doctor Strange is seeing the outcomes and this had to happen. Yeah, I think he could see 
like in the future what's yeah. gonna happen anyway so he he takes precautions so I, I thought that was so cool where he goes you should have aimed for the head oh i thought that, yeah, was, that was bad when he said that yeah i, I, I can't even do his voice but yeah another yeah. another emotional scene i thought was when um scarlet witch had to kill vision oh yeah yeah, yeah um was, and even though bad. she and even though she did it he reverses time and then ends up picking up vision and ripping the stone from his head and then you just see him throw vision's lifeless corpse boom on the ground and it's just like has dead eyes because it was, vision- just, it, it was just like all hope was lost and then that 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 reminds me of the going going to the the post credit scene man oh my god oh my god yeah so i mean um you i mean just see a bunch of pivotal people um dissipating but we know even though it ends with thanos kind of like watching a sunrise over the uh what planet's he on by the way is he on his own planet or he's on some distant planet and he's kind of like the the, the planet's very green and lush and he and he even said it he goes i want to see a sunrise over over a brand new basically um you know a a new universe and a new rule which ends up happening at the end so everything that he said that he wanted happens right and i want to know what happened to the gauntlet did he like? Did he use too much power that the gauntlet disappeared? That's no, that's I don't think so. I think he still has the gauntlet. It's going to come into play because this Man. is what I, this is what I predict is going to happen. I mean, even though you have half of the cast pretty much dissipating and just kind of floating off into the dust, they're not completely lost. I think what we're going to get, and this is the thing, I'm going to go to the post credit scene. So the post credit scene, you see right before yeah, you see Nick Fury kind of uh, just disintegrate. He pulls out a pager of all things and pages awesome pager by the way awesome yeah, pager a throwback pager and he pages uh captain marvel who i didn't know that was her logo in the beginning but you right. get you get captain marvel who he pages who is pretty much captain marvel's like the female superman right yeah she's like super badass yeah and uh we're gonna get her movie next which comes out in um march of next year and then it's gonna lead into avengers well we don't even know what it's gonna be called infinity wars 2 or i I don't know what i think Uh, it's untitled right now yeah and that and that comes out in may of 2019 so almost exactly one year from now we're gonna get that and i think it's gonna be fucking off like it's just oh god so fucking stoked dude yeah i'm so stoked like i I don't even want to say overkill because it's like a perfect amount they're putting out all this year and then plus the start of next year and that line that he says, dude, is so Samuel Jackson. He's like, mother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right before he disintegrates, he goes, mother. And he just cuts right. off. You know what I mean? And it, Which is perfect. And that, and that was the glimpse. Yeah, it was perfect because that was like the glimpse of hope. Because the whole movie, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, what? They, they can't end it like this. And then you're like, after 10 minutes of credit, you're like, finally, oh, thank God. Okay. All right. All right. And then you're like, okay. There's, yeah. there's some light at the end of this really dark tunnel. Right. You know? Right. Also, so we so we do have a couple of unanswered questions. Um, uh, one, uh, where is Hawkeye? Does anybody where know where Hawkeye is? He's not in the film. I think I do remember though. Hawkeye and Ant Man are on some weird special mi- mission. I remember them saying that like earlier in the film. Really? Yeah. Either they say that in the film or like. I, well, I, 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 I know I, I know he does mention Ant Man to Bruce Banner, and Bruce Banner says Ant Man. He goes, "We have a Spider Man and an Ant Man." Yeah, yeah, that was funny. That was pretty funny because he didn't even know. So, it, so it's pretty much like Bruce Banner kind of returning after Thor Ragnarok. No one knows that he's um, still alive. Everybody thinks that he just kind of like left after Age of Ultron. Because remember, he flies away in that ship, right? And he and doesn't. Also, re- go what, what's going on with why? Why is he not? He can't change into the Hulk. It's like Hulk's afraid of Thanos, or is there more to it, David? No, I don't think so. I, I, I just think he can't. He can't summon, dude. He. You have to realize in Thor Ragnarok, he was Hulk for so long. It's hard to kind of just like 
push him out again. That's the thing. Yeah. He, he, he's trying to get it to a point where he can turn Hulk on and off, where in the beginning, it used to just be where he got slapped around and beat up, and he got himself angry to turn into Hulk, right? So, it was like almost like an impulse, like he had to be Hulk. Yeah, and then the Hulk was like, no. Like in this one, he was like, no. Yeah, so we don't see too much of Hulk. And uh, another person uh, I had questions about was, where was Valkyrie? Valkyrie was on the ship at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Where is she? I don't know. Yeah, she. I mean, she was a huge part in that fight scene at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Even on that planet that, that you know, um, Thor landed on and Hulk was a part of, uh, where the fuck was Valkyrie? Like, did she die when Thor took over the ship? I'm, I'm sorry, when Thanos took over the ship or what What was going on? I hope not. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple of, of uh, also, where was Ant-Man? You know, I mean, you said he was on a mission, but I don't. I don't remember them referencing that. So, I mean, a lot of these characters were not in this movie. Yeah, but I mean, they still had enough characters to, to go around. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. I, I mean, that, those are just some questions that I just had at the end of the movie. Like, where were these movies that were, where were these characters? Like, oh, also, pretty much all the cast of Thor Ragnarok. Like, where was the rock creature, that rock creature that they showed at the end of Thor Ragnarok? He was in the ship. Where was he at? I don't know. If, if Hulk just popped out of nowhere to, like, fight Thanos in the beginning, which was a pretty cool scene, by the way. Um, when Loki says we have a Hulk, you know that was yeah. kind of, that was kind of a nod to uh, Iron Man saying that, like at the 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 first Avengers. Remember when he goes, "We have a Hulk," right? Speaking, yeah. dude, I loved when I loved when Hulk was in the in the 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 Iron the Iron um Hulkbuster machine. Yeah, Hulkbuster. the Hulkbuster, dude, that was awesome. I think that was like the Hulkbuster two point or some shit. Like it was like an upgrade or something like that. Yeah, that thing was badass. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, man, we're geez, we're coming up on an hour on this fucking podcast, dude. That's, we haven't done, we haven't done this movies. since we haven't done this since Black Panther. I think it happens with all the Marvel movies. It just it, it just happens, brother. I mean, you got a you, you got a three hour movie. I know. Yeah, it, it yeah, close happen. to a, close to a three hour movie. Definitely clear out your bladders before you guys go in. It's it's a fun popcorn movie. Um. A lot of a lot of things going on, and Thanos kicks ass in this one for sure. Thanos steals the show. Thor steals the show to me. Um, it was good to see War Machine uh, and and some of his new weapons, uh, um, like kind of just falling off him, like all these bombs and stuff like that. Oh yeah, dude, he was like a he was like a mini B two bomber. That yeah, one scene. I, I feel like they should have showed a little more of Black Panther, especially since we just got a solo movie from him a couple months ago. Yeah. Um. Also, another unanswered question: uh, Where is his sister? Where is Black Panther's sister? We see. Yeah, where's Shuri? Where's Shuri? Yeah, Shuri. Um, kind of. She doesn't get attacked, but she gets, I think, um, like smacked or something and knocked out. So we don't really get to see what happens to her. Um, I would love to see a Scarlet Witch movie when she returns. I would love to see a solo Scarlet. I, I feel like she's one of the stronger characters in the whole franchise. Yeah. That, that's going to be badass. To she's very badass, dude. I think she's a very integral point, a uh, part of the whole Avengers uh, team and, and the, the MCU world. You know what I mean? Oh, she definitely is. Uh, but in the comics, uh, I remember, I think Warlock is the, is the only one that can destroy Thanos, but we'll see how the, the mm. we'll see where they go with this. Well, that's another thing too. I, I think it was, it was actually, even though I didn't really like seeing Thor just uh, easily impale Thanos at the end of the film, I felt like he was the only one that could do it because Thor is a true god, and Thanos. Remember, I was telling you, Thanos is someone that wants to be a god. He's not really a god, and it's one of those things where you can't just take the power or steal it. You have to be worthy of it. 
It's right, almost like it. yeah, it's almost like in Avengers: Age of Ultron when everybody's trying to pick up the the hammer and they can't do it, and he says, "Well, you can't do it because you're not worthy of it." it has nothing to do with strength. It has right. nothing to do with strength at all. And going and going back to Thor, um, I don't know if probably a lot of fanboys know this, but I just learned an interesting fact. Uh, freaking Thor, um, or a, as far as all Asgardians, they, as they get older, they get stronger, and that would explain a lot. Oh, really? As, yeah, yeah. His, da- they, his dad they, was pretty. His dad was pretty powerful. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. As they get older, they get stronger and stronger. And I think in the movie he references that he's like fifteen hundred years old. So yeah, he does. He does say that. Yeah, and that makes sense because in Thor Ragnarok, when he um when he when he fights his sister, his sister is older than him, and his sister has is very very strong. Oh yeah, she was crazy, dude. Yeah, she was crazy strong. That was actually a really really cool movie. Like I like I keep saying, if you guys haven't seen Thor Ragnarok, I think it's imperative to see that before you see. Uh, Avengers Infinity Wars. Yeah, she was like Maleficent on crack, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the only, that's, the only, that's the only comparison I could come up with. And I think we're going to end it on that one because that was a good, <laughs> that was a cool visual. Right. That was a cool visual. She kind of looked cracked out a couple of times. But. Yeah, she did. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, you got your Punisher shirt on. Awesome, dude. Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope they, uh, oh, speaking of, when I was listening to a couple of those podcasts, uh, spoiler reviews for Avengers Infinity War, I guess they were talking about some um, MCU. Are they making another Punisher? No, no, no. They were making some MCU news and they were talking about like some side Marvel characters they wanted to kind of reboot. And one of them um, was kind of like, I feel like Punisher, is, Punisher and Venom are like these anti-heroes, you know? They can't, dude, it's so, so hard to make a good Punisher. I don't know what I know, it is. I know, I know. It, it's all about timing. All these films like Spawn or Blade or Punisher, they were all made too soon. They were all made too soon. And I think with, with Christopher Nolan kind of re, like putting out, you know, uh, the Dark Knight series, you have people that appreciate this dark universe more. So I think when it came to the Marvel films, putting out these darker films like the darker and rated R films like Logan and, and Deadpool, you have more of an appreciation for these darker films, especially with the older audience. And I right. think they can now revamp these. I mean, Spawn's already in the works. Todd, uh, Todd McFarlane already said he's writing the script for the new Spawn movie. Oh my god! So we are getting we are getting Spawn, which was one of my favorite really dark characters. Um, and I think they were even spitballing like uh, they were throwing out there that Blade was going to get a reboot. Nice. So that would I, hopefully not with, with Wesley's knife. <laughs> yeah, I, don't you, think, I think you, he's too old for that shit. Yeah, you got to get uh, you got to get someone that's that knows the martial arts pretty well, though. Are there any rumors of who they're going to cast for Spawn? No. Are there? Is there anything? No, in the no, 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 no. It's it's all just it's it's all being currently in in post production right now. Like Michael J. White's son or what? Like who's going <laughs> to? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, but it's all in the works right now, and um, yeah, I'm just looking for more of the darker MCU. Uh, characters because i think that's what dc they're good at the darker yeah, I, characters yeah i like how deadpool 2 trailer references that wow that's dark like like dc yeah he, he, has, like he, has DC. A, he has a lot of uh yeah and then he even said something about the cgi mustache from <laughs> justice league yeah. so i uh, yeah it, it's, it's it's pretty good be pretty funny um i can't wait for deadpool that's my next uh, movie that i can't wait to see yeah yeah i i hope hopefully tickets went on sale because i think that comes out like in a month less than a month yeah. So I'm gonna get, get I'm gonna have now. to watch those in, in IMAX as well. But yeah, man. Um so we're gonna leave it on that note. We're over an hour already. Um yeah, so yeah, if you guys have traveled this far, thank you guys for listening. Uh, also follow us on Instagram at talk F L I X. All right, guys. Um that being said, this is David signing off. And this is Josh signing off, telling you to keep on watching. <laughs>